Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name is Ray Heron. This week is something a bit different. This week we are tackling some pretty heavy topics. This week we're talking depression, anxiety, and how motorcyclists deal with these deep, dark holes. Now, if this is something that you're triggered by, there are people that can help. The first thing I'd be doing if you have depression or anxiety is calling 0800 111 757 or texting 4202. There's also a website, depression.org.nz. Help is out there, so please, if you're suffering from any of the topics that we're covering in this episode today, get help. Ask for help, even if it's just a friend. That said, there have been many studies that show that motorcycling can help. And we're going to hear from a few people who've struggled with depression, anxiety, and other similar things like that through the filter of being a motorcyclist. The first person we are talking to this episode is Kyle Stewart. My father passed away probably just over three years ago now. Um, and at the time, I didn't really take it that well. There was issues at work, issues in my volunteer work, and proceeded to have a breakdown. Coming forward a few years, um, I try and treat mental health like physical health. You break a leg, you limp around for a few years, it takes a long time to actually come right. And while I'm not medicated at the moment, I usually have good days, but every so often there's a day where you just need to get out, you need to leave people alone, you just need to be with yourself, with your thoughts, and motorcycling is a really good way to do that. I've currently got a wee scrambler, and it's great for the twisty roads. It's great for just getting out for a bit. Um, I guess you'd call it relaxing, but it's not really relaxing. It just takes your mind off things. And I always come back feeling way better. Everybody tries to give people advice. Um, when I was going through my bad patch, everybody was telling me it's okay not to be okay because that was what was broadcast around after Christchurch and the earthquake. Um, I found that bad advice because that legitimized my feelings and it made me feel worse. Um, motorcycling isn't for everybody. Some people it actually makes them more anxious. Some people are okay talking to somebody else. Some people just want to be left alone. Um, everybody is completely different and there's no one size fits all. I just know that for me, um, being able to get out, um, go to a beach, look out on the water, do something with just myself, it helped me and how I was feeling. Like I say, some people, they want to talk to other people, some people want to be alone. Um, yeah, everybody's different. I guess the, the, the main message is have no expectations. Thanks very much, Kyle Stewart, for contributing to the show and sharing your story. Our next contributor is Craig Tuff. Well, I basically, I've been brought up a bit 
around bikes most of my life. I've been riding since I was about six or seven years old. Um, and uh, I've always found them to be very therapeutic uh, in a lot of ways. I was quite, and I was adopted as a child, grew up quite an angry young man, and had a real uh, dislike for authority, things like that. Was also quite bullied and victimised as a kid. As, as, as a young fella, I was quite small, and um, with a surname Tuff, I used to be the butt of a lot of jokes of people, and it, um, yeah, sort of uh, played on you gets in your head over the years so I found that one way to, um, to escape is to get on the bike and go and do a few days and just get the wind in the face and you can yell and scream and cry and swear at the cows and the idiots on the road and um, no one can really hear you and then when you get to your destination or get home you actually feel like you've had a release, like something's lifted. I find especially nowadays um, as I'm older, I'm 55 now, um, and as, I, as, as I'm older, the depression can set in, and it can set in for days and weeks, and it's a month even at the time, and um, to the point where I just put my head in the, under the pillow and I don't come out of my room for three or four days, I don't talk to any of my children or my wife, or even, it's just I just go into that black hole and shut the world out. The only time I come out is when I really have to, um, if we're running our food business with a bike rally or something, and I have to get out of bed, then I make it happen. I put on a heavy face, and everyone goes, "Oh, it's great. He looks looks good." But inside, it's, as as we know, it's inside that that uh, black dog feeding away, and you just shut down. So for me, having the bike, being able to get out and get away, and when it all gets too much, just jumping on it and just riding and blowing a few cobwebs out is is absolutely life saving. I think, and it's definitely better to take it out on the throttles than it is to take it out on those that you love, which is what we subsequently do if we're not able to have a bed, not able to have a, a, a form of escape. For some it's exercise, for some it's gym, it's fitness. For, for, for bike people, it's riding. Brilliant. Yeah, no, you're, you're spot on the money there. What do you ride, if you don't mind me asking? Uh... Uh, at the moment, I've got an 07 Road King being tricked out. It's a bit, bit hotter than the standard Road King. It's had a bit of work done on it before I've got it. It's a big beast. I'm 136 kilos, so it's, it's um, tiny on me, but it's, it's just perfect. And uh, it's very special. My father was a, a dispatch rider in World War II. He used to ride around the top of the South Island in an old army Indian delivering messages. And... Um, it's uh, in, in memory of him. He, he was a big part of my life. It's a big part of why I have to bike and ride. Thanks very much, Craig Tuff, for being part of this podcast. Next up, we chatted to James Neal. And from, from my perspective, the story starts ages ago. Eh? It's an old story. It's, a, it's, it's, it's like alcoholism. You know? If you choose to go on the wagon, you're always fighting, falling off the wagon. Um, depression is the same thing. So, um, and motorcycles for me have been one of those things that have just allowed me to, um, I don't know, refocus, have a different thing to think about. Um, 
having been through different therapy bits and pieces uh, and, and tried to learn a lot about myself and along the way rather than have them tell me what's happening. There's always talk about, you know, keeping keeping yourself busy, trying to find something else going on. And for me, the motorcycle does that. Even if it comes down to pulling the sucker apart, pulling it back together, which is, in my world, just as much fun as actually getting on it and riding when you finish doing it. It's, it's yeah, I mean, motorcycling without it, for me, there'd be moments in time where I'd be going, what am I going to do now? Uh, and it's those moments in time where the mind can chatter too much and leave you... Uh, no, spiralling into thoughts that aren't necessary um, uh, and and hold no weight in the real world. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like the, the like having an animal around you sometimes. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to call my motorcycle an animal, but I've given him a name uh, and as a sign of respect because of what he does to me. He's got his, it's got its own character, uh, whether that's because of uh, the, the, what it is that we bring as a package or because it's just a bike. Um, I think all my bikes are good characters. Um, and I spent more time in the garage tinkering with my bikes than I probably have riding, riding them, to be frank. And I don't know really why that is, outside of maybe I've just bought shitters. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how to explain how it, how it helps me with, with things like depression. Um, because there's plenty of things that have got to be dealt with when you when you talk about depression. It's not just one thing that's going to save you. You've got to <laughs> you've got to be open with yourself before you can be open with others. And if you haven't told yourself you're on the edge of depression, uh, 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 you don't really know it. And I, <laughs> I, I have to I have to say, for me, um, it, it, it's 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 flows, it ups and downs. You know, um, one day you're good, one day you're bad. And I don't like I don't I don't do medication. I won't stuff that. I, I I'd rather try and manage the process myself. Uh, medication isn't gonna. It's 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 not a magic pill. It's not gonna it's not gonna stop this from being here. So um, yeah, and 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 some days are always tougher than others. Um, and I, I guess on those really tough days, if you've got the space and the time, just getting out on the bike and and riding the road. I mean, this is where the bike comes in for me. It is the it's the solitude. I guess that's why I also spend time in the garage pulling the freaking things apart and putting them together because it's, it's me, I'm doing it. No one else around. I don't have to listen to anyone else's bullshit. Uh, and the road's the same. Yeah. Outside of the dickheads on the road that can't ride or drive, uh, you, you get time to just sit and think in your thoughts. Um, perhaps just listen to music if you've got the, the headsets and carry on. Um, just feel the, the, the vibration of the bike under your body. It's grounding. I think is a good word for it. Um, yeah, I mean, shit, I could talk about how bikes keep me sane all day. Um, just talking about bikes. Another conversation. I'm not having to talk about some other crap that's going on in the world or in my life. So... What do you ride? Uh, what do I ride? Um, I have... Um, I've always chosen character bikes for some strange reason. Um, today I'm riding a FLHP... Uh, with a sidecar attached. Cool. So, 2009 Harley Road King Police Edition. This old man uh, did a um, did a tour of duty as a cop in Seattle, and sometime between when he was uh, retired from the police force, uh, 
he found his way to New Zealand and a sidecar was attached to him. Um, and they only got 180 odd miles in before they did that. So, yeah, he's a good unit. I love it. And it allows me to take the dog everywhere. And of course, if the ladies want to come, they can sit in the sidecar as well. Thanks very much, James, for being part of the show. Next up, it's our first female. Jasmine, what's your story? So I've had depression since I was, I think I was 13 when I was first diagnosed. I'm now 17 and I got my learner's license for my motorbike last year. I've always been interested in the motorbikes and everything and I was like, because my dad grew up around it and he's got his license, my mum's got her license and I've always wanted to ride bikes. So I um, got my license last year and I started riding a GSX-R250 and pretty much I, um, yeah, so I got my license and I've been riding not very long, but I've done over 8,000 Ks on my bike and I bought my bike brand new off someone that had, well, it wasn't brand new, but it pretty much might as well have been. They hadn't, they'd only done like 1,000 Ks on it. And I've gone up north and back down to Palmerston North and done rides. And I feel like it helps my mental health because it's somewhere where I can escape from everything. And it's like freedom. freedom. Like I can just go anywhere and I don't have anything on my mind other than riding. But yeah, so it's, I find it's quite relaxing. It helps my mental health because it clears my head. Um, it's just something I can get away and do without having to like talk to anyone about it really I can just go off and do it my happy place Thanks very much Jasmine next up we have Paul Watchman and his story Growing up I was as an introvert I tended to sort of you know I prefer my own company and you know I found your own company sort of gets to a point where over time you get caught up in your thoughts and, and that sort of leads down this natural sort of progression of not feeling so good and, and heading towards depression. You know, from a young age, I was sort of, you know, pretty recluse and um, you know, confined in my own space. So I started off quite young with uh, various forms of extreme sports, um, you know, surfing and then ultimately into skydiving at a, you know, in my teens, and sort of from there, I've always ridden motorbikes, grew up on motorbikes, you know, on the farm, and then into all through life, I've never got off a bike. And what I've sort of discovered as I've gotten old and sort of battled with my own, you know, with the black dog and my own, you know, in a, in a turmoil, is that what I was finding was I was turning to, you know, extreme solo sports to, to bring me into the moment, so out of my head and into having to be present in the now moment, because in the when you get out of your head and you become present to what's here now, um, you f- I was finding you know, at a young age uh, the escape that I was looking for um, without resorting to chemicals and mind-altering substances. Uh, I had a father who was an addict and didn't want to go down that path at all. I always swore off of that one. So um, in my addiction, I found an activity. And you know, once I, I got the bikes on the road and started riding, Riding, I found that that was the most accessible way for me to have to be present in the moment because anyone who rides knows that when you're in the zone and you're in the moment, you know, everything just flows. And you have to be out of your head 
and you're present with what's going on in your body, what's going on with the machine, what's going on in the environment around you now uh, in order to be able to, to flow naturally. And so, you know, motorcycling, riding has always been a, a big part of my life and you know, that's the reason is it gives me a time to sort of get away from everything else that's going on. It doesn't matter what's going on through life, what's happening. When I'm on the bike, I'm here now. And in that space, I find my peace and I find my excitement. So that's why I ride and it's why I continue to ride, you know, in my 50s now and still sort of loving it, still able to just get on the bike and find my zone and flow. Outstanding. That's exactly, exact. You're, you're on the money right there. What, what do you ride at the moment? Um, so, as, as a, you know, one of my, one of my careers, I've been a, an engineer and a motorcycle mechanic, so I rebuild bikes. I've got a really mint low K 1997 uh, Honda VFR 750. So, the, the last and the best of the, the VFRs because I went VTEC and, when electronics, so I, I get to tinker. Nice. So that's that's my my primary. Nice. Awesome. Okay. I well, like the old old heavy girls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's really really good. Hey, thank you very much for your time. Um, we'll um, I'll get that in the podcast and we'll um, get that out next Thursday. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I, think so. I love the initiative. I think it's really good. You know, because my experience. So my. My wifey uh, actually works for the mental health service and uh, the DHB and the inpatient mental health. So it's been a big part of our combined lives for a long time is working with that. And, you know, we, we differ on approach. So, you know, there's the intervention type approach that she goes through and practices, you know, not just medication and the talking therapy, but the... You know, I, I come from a place that we are ultimately responsible for our own space. And if we find something that is good, that teaches our brain more regularly to come out of the, the ether space and the head space and into the now space, you know, that's where we find health. And when we're, we're doing the stuff up front that prevents us getting into, into the dark spaces and, you know, we can get on a bike and go for a ride, then... You know, we're, we're easing the burden on the system and the expectations on the system by doing our own stuff and being responsible for ourselves to you really drive our own wellness and our own life. And uh, it's as simple as getting on the bike and riding to work if you have to. And, um, yeah, even in those moments, putting yourself in a position where you have to is not only what keeps you safe, but what uh, keeps you healthy. Thanks very much, Paul. Next up, Donna Powell. So, yeah, I suffered with um, anxiety and depression since I was a teen. Um, I got into motorcycling when I was about 24. Um, at the time I got in, I didn't really have any friends and I suffered quite badly with um, being a bit of an introvert. So it took me a while to kind of find friends. I spent the first couple of years, you know, as a motorcyclist pretty much on my own. Um, and then since then, I then started my own motorcycle blog. And it was through my blog that I, was, that I was able to then build up a platform to meet friends 
and actually start talking about mental health and anxiety. And for me, that was a, a really, really important part of my blog is to be able to raise awareness of my own experiences with anxiety and depression. And I guess with the motorcycling, it's really helped me kind of get out of my shell a little bit, get to meet new people. And yeah, it's been very much a therapy, so to speak. And it's good now to have a platform that I can, I can reach out to others, encourage others to talk about their issues or anything problems they've got as well. If any of our listeners are interested to hear or read about you, read your blog. What where do they find that? So yeah, it has a, has a I suppose a crude name is what you can possibly call it, but it's not quite as it seems. So um, my blog name is Lonely Trot, which yeah, it sounds a bit crude, but it is actually an acronym for the first motorbike group I called called um, Two Wheels and That. Right. So. Um, that's the first motorcycle group I ever joined. So because I was quite very much introverted and very much riding on my own all the time, that just kind of became my blog name. So, yeah, I often try to reach out to, you know, in particular women motorcyclists. I like to try and encourage them to chase their dreams and, and get out on their bikes. And I do a lot of photography and videography. And I do talk a lot about mental health um, issues. You know, I think it's just such an important subject that we need to talk about and to be able to have a platform that you can avoid such issues, I think is real, really important. And so, you know, there's quite a lot of advice I suppose you can kind of kind of give, but it kind of depends on on the person as well. Not everyone necessarily wants to talk about it. So I think it's probably just reassuring people that it's actually okay to talk about mental health and that we, you know that they have got support and they have got people around them to kind of to go and listen to them. I think it's very much just making it less taboo and just, you know, just offering that support and that help and, you know, just encourage them to be kind of a bit kind with themselves in regards to mental health. I think at some point all of us have to deal with some kind of mental health um, issues, um, regardless of whatever our ages are. So it's just yeah, just making sure that they they get that support network around them, making sure they're kind of aware of what their own mental health needs are and how to look after themselves as well. Thanks very much, Donna. And wrapping up this episode, it is Leslie. Um. Okay. So my start of my depression I put back to childhood abuse, sexual abuse. Yeah, it's been a life sentence for myself where it's a, it affects you in so many ways. It affects you in relationships. It, it affects you in your own self-belief, um, boundaries, all sorts of ways. And um, because of that, over the years, you tend to get yourself into situations um, that aren't always the best and most positive for yourself because of your um, bad self-beliefs and, and um, yeah, and then with that, you start going on a downward spiral and the old black dog starts creeping in and it's really hard to pull yourself out of it. Um, I bought my latest bike. I haven't ridden on the road for 33 years. bought my bike in December, um, two years out from a really bad relationship of six years where I have lost everything that I owned 
um, in that relationship, I was suicidal where I had tried to take my life three times. Um, couldn't see a way to be able to, to get out of the relationship other than ending my own life. Um, so from that, from having my own home for 27 years before the relationship started, and when the relationship finished, I found I was living in a paddock in a camper van um, for 10 months, and that was up until the end of last year. And I'm currently renting at the moment. And the best thing I have done was purchase my bike in December. And I've met a lot of like-minded people, a lot of banter. Um, and it's just a real good, good feel thing for me. When I'm feeling on a downside, I gear up, get on my bike, and just everything that's been weighing me down just seems lifted. And yeah, so that's my story and how I've managed to be speaking with you today. Where do you ride to? What do you where do you go? What do you do? Um sometimes I just get on the bike, go myself. I go on group rides. I I haven't been on the bike for two months because I lost it doing the Coro Loop uh, two months ago. So at the moment I'm recovering and um, just waiting for my bike be put back together so we can get back on and give it another go. So, yeah, I've got a group of friends that go all different places. Um, that's pretty much what I do. Sometimes just go from one side of Hamilton to the other and visit friends and sometimes go on long rides. So I hope through this episode we have managed to break down some barriers and share some stories and make people realize, make you realize potentially if you're going through some of this that it's not just you. If you are dealing with depression or anxiety or anything of that nature, please reach out for help. Go to depression.org.nz, call 0800 757. It's a 24-7 helpline or text 4202 and get help. Talk to somebody, do something. Uh, if you are a motorcyclist, reach out to some mates and go for a ride there are facebook pages where you can meet people you can do it on your terms you can go for a ride you can see new parts of the country and and you can also and you can always get in touch with us here at kiwi rider podcast uh, always love to hear from you whether it be depression topics or you want to talk about uh, your story or you want to talk about motorbikes whatever it might be email podcast at kiwirider.co.nz you can get in touch through social media facebook and instagram we're on tiktok as well always pumping out the content the videos and the uh, the photos and all that sort of stuff uh, so get in contact with us thank you very much share this podcast with a riding buddy of yours hit that subscribe button go to kiwirider.co.nz and check out the latest magazine i've been ray this is kiwi rider podcast We'll be back in seven days' time.